Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. It's been a while. Um, quite a few crazy months with <laughs> just walking school and auto happenings. Um, definitely miss recording, and I'm hopefully more consistent this time with um, you know the current economic, political, and social climate and uh, election cycles and things of that nature. But just hope um, having a better schedule. What for the rest of the year um welcome to the podcast if you're still listening <laughs> that means a lot to me and uh hope to be consistent and to uh, deliver more and probably better um content and my my dream has always been to try to have guests on so uh working hard on those um but um a series that i like doing before i took a little bit of a hiatus was um what happened this month and that's what i'm going to kick it off with um we're gonna do what happened in the month of may 2022 which is just recent just past us and it's always good to like talk about it since just to keep things in you know in order like each month has a series of activities that are what mentioned and um but i also want to focus on the things that can make us a better society and i think understanding what happens each month inside of society looks is a good idea so uh something that happened this month um the fed rate raised interest rates and the idea of raising interest rate is to um, tackle inflation, which has been one of the highest it's been in 40 years, according to some numbers. However, it's important to note that um, inflation is a global phenomenon. So China, Germany, um, Australia, Switzerland, some of the some of the nations with some of the um, strongest economy, um, Canada, or economies that are good, that are, that are as good as ours or as competitive as ours, are experiencing um, historically high inflation. So um, it is kind of hard, given those n- numbers and um, similarities, to really just blame one administration for the cause of inflation. Um, so the political talking points is interesting, but I'm not sure it tells the whole story, and I'm not sure how accurate it is to blame just government spending on inflation. Um, another key indicator that is usually used to measure inflation is the um, consumer price index. And that is the cost of goods. Let's say how much um, a pound of um, wheat cost last year in comparison to how much a pound of wheat would cost this year. And let's say it cost a dollar a pound last year. I'm just making these numbers up. And this year it cost a dollar and 20 cents a pound. So it would just be um, the rate of inflation have gone up by by that percentage of um, from a dollar to a dollar 20. So. It seems as though um, the cost of goods and services is playing a key role in inflation. Some of the things that have been blamed for that has been um, the supply chain issue and, um, you know, the labor, I guess, shortage, which I don't blame as much for it, <laughs> just pay people more, but um, which, which makes sense. However, we could also say that... Um, Corporations, especially in the um, fossil fuel industry, um, gas companies, because they experienced rec- record um, losses last year. In fact, there were some um, gas suppliers they were willing to pay to just get um, well, crude oil. Crude, so it's crude. Uh, okay, without going into the history of how gas works and the steps involved, there was a su- there was a surplus of um, crude oil and auto since pertaining to gas last year. And um, 
the demand was so low that companies were making a loss trying to get rid of the gas because they had excessive surplus. Now this year, um, we could say that there are less suppliers in the supply chain when it comes to gas. However, um, there's not the supply chain we've experienced in terms of you know the microchip and goods and services, excluding gas. We can't really correlate that with gas because gas does not have a broken supply chain like the rest of the world did when it came to COVID and lockdowns. Gas has a pipeline that been built for many, many years. It took many, many years to build. And those pipelines are reopening. They're all going. And it seems as though gas companies are trying to recoup profits from the losses they made last year. We have to consider that when we talk about inflation. Um, the stock market is never a good measure. It's not always a good measure of the economy. Not never. It's not always a good measure of the economy because it's reacting negatively to um, current interest rate going up, but also it's reacting positively when there was literally a global pandemic and um, people were losing their income and their livelihoods and sometimes their lives. So there is that. Um, in the month of May, a couple of months before that, the war in Ukraine began. That war is still going on. It's been almost three months. Um, the United States Congress um, and the United States government has just been in favor of helping Ukraine. I think the way in which the leader of Ukraine, Zelensky, um, portrayed his nation and the way in which he sent the message of what was needed and how he wanted to defend his nation was very appealing to all the European nations and it was definitely appealing to the West who is, you know, in adversarial relationships with Russia. So it's interesting the reactions we have from the government to um, be involved in the war in Ukraine. But I do think that leader played a key role in recruiting the help for his nation, which is just something interesting to see. I don't have a position in the war. I just um, wish Russia did not invade Ukraine. A nation of 40 million people or so that supplies um, the second largest supplier or the number one supplier of grains in Europe amongst other um, resources. So um, it's an interesting war. Um, but as you know, war, you know, war is a lot of evil things. Um, it leads to the displacement of people. Um, some say it brings up the best in people from all I've read and all I've gathered. And some say it brings us the worst in, in people. So um, this war definitely probably led to a lot of, um, unfortunately, uh, murder, um, rape, um, um, just violence, you know, dehumanization of people and just destruction of life, property and peace and liberty. All the things we are happy to have here because we don't have any war right now. Um, so the Congress has sent for the billion and they keep sending more money. There's some criticism of this, but that's what happened in May and the Congress is asking and the president asking for more money and it's probably gonna get it because war in America is bipartisan. No matter how much you cry about it. And that thing that happened in the month of May was the primary elections, which eventually will shape what the Congress looks like down the road this year and the governorship. And um, we have primary elections in Ohio, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, Idaho, West Virginia, Kentucky, Oregon, Alabama, Arkansas. All of these um, states had the primary elections in the month of May and um, all had interesting outcomes. I don't want to go into who Trump supported. Who, I don't care about any of that stuff. Um, the primary happened, and um, it was shipped general elections in November. 
and in the month of June there'll be more primaries. So we could all pay, all pay attention to that and see how that goes, because that does, you know, politics and policy do in fact decide how um, we live our lives, no matter how we try to pretend. Whether it's the politics in favor of cooperation, the politics in favor of workers' right, the politics in favor of you know reducing prescription drugs or preventing the ability to reduce, there's just politics. So um, gotta pay attention to that and not act naive when it comes to politics. This did not happen in May, but it's definitely worth talking about since I haven't been on in a while. The confirmation of Kintanji Brown-Jackson. It appears that um, we, in fact, in the United States, will get our first black Supreme Court justice and first black female Supreme Court justice. And um, that is awesome. That is like a beautiful thing. It's took us nearly 300 years. So, uh, you know. And she probably is, in fact, <laughs> I was reading up some um, qualifications of Supreme Court justices, and she has to be, if not the most qualified, I think there was a president, this is one of the Supreme Court justices was, was also a president, and he also held a lot of, like, um office before that, uh, the name is keeping in mind, but she probably is, like, top five qualified Supreme Court justice in American history, if not top three. You can go do the research. So it is good to have her in the court, and um, yeah. Um, speaking of cuts and Supreme Court justices, in the month of May, we have a Roe v. Wade document that was leaked, and it looks like Roe v. Wade is going to be struck down. Not in business speculation; it just seems like that's what's going to happen. There's definitely going to be repercussions. I do think um, if it is struck down, it would definitely help Democrats in terms of their election um cycle and um i have seen something that that i saw recently i, I believe it was in the state house of kentucky um they were about to put together a very strict abortion measure and both republicans and democrats citizens pro-life and not even um um, um pro-choice people protested a bill in the state house and um the bo- the bill was was on pulled um and it was never voted on i i do think if this roe v wade um document never leaked it would have never happened they would have silently you know put a bill and let it pass so we're about to see a lot of political activism we're about to see a lot of people pay attention to state legislation because it is a state legislation that is the reason why roe v wade is in threat of being overturned and looks like a lot of people especially in the democratic side did have not paid attention to gain enough power in state legislations because but however state legislations tend to affect our life sometimes way more than federal laws so i, I think it'll be interesting to see what the states look like if every way it is of a town i think you will see more attention in state politics than almost as much as federal than we've seen recently um the state of florida revoked um a lot of protection they give disney from like 67 years ago because um the ceo spoke out against a bill so um something this this is not good for america because something that i i think like about america and our history is on american history is the idea of like you know separation of charge and state the government basically like if i speak out against the government the probability of me just being you know like jailed for just that alone is is they could find some debt on you and charge you of that but just that alone is is very you know 
it's not as common as it is in other countries. I want to say it's very un, it's highly unlikely. And when it does happen, you you can go to court and and um, sue and, and get your rights back. And Republicans seem to be people that have always been in favor of you know less government intervention in business and in private lives. However, some of the bills they're putting together, especially the abortion one, the protesting one, um, you know, the, the 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 criminal justice one, it does seem like they're willing to involve the government more in people's lives, no matter how much they disguise their laws. Um, and this Florida bill that revokes um, a lot of Disney's um, power and negotiation that was given to Disney many years ago in good faith because they spoke out about a, a, uh, a don't say gay bill or something of that nature. It seems like this 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 goes against the American value to begin with. But more importantly, this this really is in contrast to what the Republican Party preaches itself to be. They're using the power of the government to target a private entity because they don't agree with it politically. That's what's happening, which is just terrible. And then in Texas, we had the uh, political stunt by the governor where um, he sent some National Guard to the border and in the name of trying to stop zero illegal immigration and from some of the data that came back, I mean, he didn't really stop much. He just created a chaos in his state. And it just seemed like a political stunned because what I listened to was the National Guard he used can't necessarily apprehend people at the border there. Not even Yeah. And then the state police he used also definitely cannot apprehend people at the border. It's actually against the law. I mean they can if they're doing like actual criminal activity, but if they're just crossing the border for whatever reason, like that's not, you know, in the right of the state police to do that. What they could do is call in the um the um the um ICE and other federal government agencies, especially if the person crossing the border immediately says they want asylum and the state police were not even designed to do what they were doing. So it's it's an interesting thing that's happening um in the month of May. Elon attempted to buy Twitter and now he's trying to pull back because he's saying they have bots and other things. I do think it's one of those situations where Elon was probably a little bit over his head. I'd always thought the deal was um was like probably not gonna go through, but also like why? And um I I had suspected that it's possible that this was a bad move and thought he did not have the blessing of Jack Dorsey, who was the founder and the previous CEO of Twitter who stepped down very recently. But um, upon some digging and just listening to the people in that world, it looked like he did, in fact, have some support from Jack Dorsey. After I found that out, I was like, okay, he's definitely going to buy Twitter because he's got Jack Dorsey's blessing. And um, But right now, there's just a lot of hoopla around it. And um, it's interesting. I think I think he's a bit of more than he can chew here because I think he wants to back out of this deal. But is legally binding to this deal and the breakup fees just in the billion so he just can't say i won't buy twitter he just cannot break up with twitter it's going to cost him billions of dollars so it'll be interesting to see how that works out also in the month of may um amazon liberal union did form it's um the um if you go to the internet trapping chris smalls 
listening to his interviews with Breaking Points from like two, three years ago. It's one of the most beautiful things about, um, um, you know, Todd Pat Media. Um, Elaine's podcast over a year ago, I did speak about how um, corporations like Amazon, similar organizations, do talk about how um, they're pro, you know, like pro-black and pro-this and and all that stuff on TV. But really, what they do is um, they take the young black men and all all the young um minorities and and in the women and and they use them they they don't have upward mobility in the company they basically run them to the ground and then if they even have a, it's a glimmer of complaint or whatever they fire them but they come out and give you know 100 million to this black organization or whatever and they act like you know um they don't you know they care so much and it was just a good thing to see um chris smalls fight for um the amazon label union and um that he has success now they need a contract he's, he's a very intelligent fellow he's you know speaking to the president speaking to to the senate um but it's possible this this does not go anywhere if if man if 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 amazon really like wins so something to keep an eye on the amazon label union which is support that guy always um the starbucks union and um there's a new label movement in the american culture and although I can concede to an extent that capitalism did play one of the biggest roles in creating one of the best middle class in history, which what we have in America. I will say that the middle class actually came about from the labor movement. And if you really pay attention to American history, you would see that the labor movement pretty much created the middle class and the decline of the labor movement looks like it is playing a role in the decline of the middle class. And that's a whole topic for a different day, but it is good to see good liberal union movement in um, America. Um, LA, I talked about a few months ago um, how um, Don Singer was a lawyer that represent the indigenous indigenous people of Ecuador, and um, he was well, he um, helped them because their lands were being polluted and they were suffering from a lot of different things against um oil corporations that are here in the united states and when he came back to the united states they pretty much imprisoned him and used some tactic um he did he was free recently so that's awesome and um unfortunately um we had a shooting in texas um pretty much at the end of um may and um he took the life of 19 children some of these children 8 9 10 11 uh, um i still have to double check but it, it's 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 it, it was kids and um two school teachers it, it was a mass shooter um was an 18 year old and um there's a lot of stories about it and evidence coming out but i've seen what we do that i have stopped doing and i do hate now is where people take a political position. If we had more guns, the shooter would never have um, um, had a chance. If we had less guns, the shooter would never have had a chance, which is, at this point, a more sound argument, if we're being honest. Um, and it's the Republicans are evil, and... Democrats want your gun. It's a cycle of just conversations we've had over and over and over again. 
we are an intelligent bunch and most of us have a conscience we can come together as a people and put together legislation that would either prevent or reduce the amounts of these debts we can do that we should do that um Again, politics affect everything. There are laws that help protect gun manufacturers from liabilities when events like this happen. There are laws that allow young people to get guns. There are laws that allow domestic abusers to get guns. And there's data proven that those who are engaged in domestic abuse and um after a while do in fact use the gun to harm the person they're abusing especially if they keep reporting them to the police and then the guns don't get taken away so the violence escalate um they're gone there is evidence that due to the storage of guns there's been a lot of incidental killing of children because they have access to the guns they don't really know what it does goes off takes out a kid we have evidence for this the things we can actually fix by legislation, the things we can actually fix by education, the things we can actually fix by providing resources to people that need it. It takes it takes all of us to fix this one. Social media companies, a lot of when they sit in that looks like someone that may in fact commit suicide with a gun or might in fact do violence to others with a gun or other means. I'm not saying, you know, tell or take people's data and just give it to the government. Definitely anti that, but we can do better in terms of what we do with it, you know, with the data. Um, we can create background checks. We can we we can do better on this one. We definitely can. Um, it is sad that the parents in Uvalde, Texas, have lost their children. It is disappointing that a lot of people take political positions when people are killed, especially children, especially politicians taking those political positions, especially the ones that show zero empathy whatsoever. Um, we can do better. Um, that's what I have for this month. There's the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. Don't really know much about it, and don't know if I care that much. But um, it's good for Johnny Depp to get the um verdict he did. I think it might be good for society. Not sure. But uh, hey, uh, thank you for listening. For a better America, Frank, and hope we're gonna build a better society. Thank you. <laughs>